everyone and welcome to Dancer Talks. My name is McCall Sheets and I'll be your host. Today we have a very special guest, Jacqueline Harris, a dancer with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. We'll chat about her dance journey, what she's doing now, and much more. Jacqueline, can you tell me a little bit about your dance journey leading up to dancing with the Ailey Company? So I've been dancing my whole life, basically since I was I know almost two years old, wiggle, wiggle, tap, tapping um, in little toddler dance class. And I loved it from such a young age. I knew like this is my home in the dance studio. I remember I lost my first tooth during dance class. The first shoe that I ever tied was a little tap shoe with the ribbon laces. So it was like every, all my favorite memories happened at the dance studio. And then um, once I graduated, I did it all the way through high school. And once I graduated, it was time to decide what to do, whether I was going to continue to dance after high school or if I was going to pursue something else. And so when I was applying to colleges, I applied to two dance schools, one being um, Fordham University. And as soon as I was in the audition, learning the different modern techniques and the value of taking ballet every day and um, really learning about the rich history in the elite organization. I was like, I love this place. Um, it was right in the heart of New York City. So I said, you know, I'm going to take a leap of faith and just do it. Um, it was my first real introduction to concert dance. Before that, I had danced competitively and mostly recreationally. But um, it was the first time that I really decided, like, I'm going to really pursue this seriously and make it my career. So I went to Fordham University. And I was loving it, training really hard <laughs> at the Ailey School. Um, also trying to study mathematics while I was in college as well, because um, math and science will always hold a special place in my heart and it's so valuable. So, you know, I had to keep doing that while I was in college. Um, and then my uh, junior year, I apprenticed for Ailey 2, the second company. And then my senior year, I was traveling with Ailey 2, um, performing different works with the company. And then um, right at the end of my first year of Ailey 2, during the, the audition was maybe in April, and I got a job with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. So um, I've been with the company ever since. Yeah. What was your college experience like having to juggle both your BFA in dance and doing math and science? It was really interesting because my liberal arts courses for my BFA and my math courses did not overlap at all. So it was like two separate worlds kind of, um, going to dance class, going to theology, going to philosophy, and then also going to discrete math or um, calculus AB or whatever courses I was taking at the time. Um, so it was nice to be able to play both sides of my brain. And then it was also nice because a lot of times the material would overlap somehow. Like what I was learning in math would be if-then clause, and then I would go into theology, and I would also be learning if-then clause just in a different way. And so it kind of really made me realize that like it's all connected, it's all intertwined, and we're all a part of everything. So we just, you know, it really made me realize like I gotta pursue both things. I can't just pick one or the other, I gotta do both. What's your favorite thing about dancing with the Ailey Company? Honestly, my favorite thing about dancing with Ailey is the outreach. Um, of course, we travel, of course, we perform, but when we're traveling to these different places, we also get to go out into the community and like teach dance to the children or to the adults or to whoever wants to learn 
how to dance. And so that really too also made me realize that the power of art and the power of dance to be able to, you know, bring people out of their shell and make people feel comfortable and realize who they are and how powerful they actually can be. And so it really, you know, I love, I've always loved to dance, but to see people who haven't been training for this their whole lives and, you know, are just doing it for fun, but to see how much influence it can have in their lives, even if they take it, you know, one class for an hour on this random day, it really showed me how powerful art is. That's incredible. Yeah. I know you've done some of the Illy outreaches where you go to schools mm -hmm. and you also teach for them. What's that like? It's so funny because every school is different and every crowd is different. So we could go from one school, you know, with thousands of kids and we're teaching in a gymnasium and we're screaming at the top of our lungs and, you know, they have very little training. So we're doing like very simple, like point and point. And then we can go to a school that's maybe five kids and they've known the history of the Alvin American Dance Theater for years. And we can ask them any question about revelations and they'll know it off the bat. So it's really interesting to see the different dynamics um, from place to place. And even within one city, like I do a lot of work, I've done a lot of work with Kansas City Friends of Alvin Ailey. Um, so we go to Kansas City and we go to, you know, we can go to 16 different schools in a week and to see the different variations of the kids there and to see how, they all take in the art and how they all love it. It's like, it's like pretty cool. But it also showed me that, you know, like revelations is for anybody. Like, even if you've never danced before, you can still do a point, a point and a turn around and look really great doing it. So it's, it's really fun. That's incredible. And mm -hmm. how not only dancing it, but seeing revelations gets the crowd so hyped and up on their feet clapping dancing moving it's incredible how moving that piece is what is your favorite part about revelations i just think that revelations is one of those magical works of art that is timeless and it there's no boundaries to it you know it was created in the 60s and we can still do it today almost exactly the same choreography and it still touches people and you know the story and the the, the songs are negro spirituals and it's based on mr ailey's um childhood growing up in the south as a black man but audiences all over the world can see this piece and still be on their feet and crying and cheering and experiencing it just the same. And even we had our, the Ailey company had their virtual gala about a week ago. And so they, they did an, a version of Revelations that was formatted for um, online. And even watching it online, I was still like, this is the best piece I've ever seen. So it transcends, like, you don't have to see it in person. You don't have to be a certain type of person to see it. Like no matter what, no matter where, no matter when, it always touches people in, in a really powerful way. So that's like my, and even dancing it, you know, I've probably done like a hundred revelations or if not more. And every time I do it, I still, it's still just as powerful as it was the first time I did it. So it's really magical. I can't explain it, but it's great. One of my friends, um, she's done revelations with Ailey too. And we were talking about this in another podcast and she said, that when she was doing Daniel, I think it was, she, it was her prayer while she was dancing. She was praying. She was living through this prayer while she was dancing. And I think that's one of the incredible things about 
how the music combines with the dance and the spiritual element of Revelations. Absolutely, because it kind of really touches your soul and um, it speaks to like your humanity, like, you know, and each person can relate to that in their own way. Yeah, and every time you see it, well, at least for me, it's a different thing. It's a different meaning in my heart, how one day I'll be experiencing this, and I'll go see the Ailey Company, and I'll watch Revelations, and I'll be in tears, and then the next day I'll have this experience, and I'll walk in, see the show, be pumped on my feet dancing. It's just such a universal piece. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite place to tour with Ailey? Ooh, that's a good question. Around, okay, I have like two, I have two answers for this one. <laughs> um, around my second year in the company, we were able to go to South Africa. So we went to Johannesburg and we went to Cape Town and to see, and it was the first time the company had been to South Africa in like almost a decade. Um, so to see the audience and how much they love the, the organization and how much respect they had for the work and um, to see that, it was just so beautiful. It, and then also South Africa is just such a beautiful country um, from the ocean to the mountains, to the fresh air, to the, all of the culture and the heritage of that place. It was just like, it was unbelievable. And then we also got to do amazing outreach. We got to go out into the townships and teach dance to the children and to the dance schools. And I actually, partnered with a dance company there and they were so beautiful. I was like, we need to learn some of your, your dances, teach us. Um, so it was just like a really beautiful culture exchange, um, which is the best part of working at the company. And then my second favorite place is when we go to Copenhagen. We perform in this um, theater at Tivoli, which is a big amusement park. So um, we're like right in the heart of the amusement park. You have to walk past the roller coasters and the cotton candy machine to get to your theater. And then when we're putting our makeup on, we can hear the kids screaming on the roller coaster and having a great time outside. So it's just like a place of fun and, and good spirits. And that's also one of my favorites. Wow. What was your favorite piece that you've performed with Ailey? Ooh, that's a very good question. I love all of Mr. Ailey's classics. So my favorite piece to perform with the company of Mr. Ailey's would have to be um, Lark Ascending. Um, it's like one of the hardest, most technical pieces of dance that I have ever been asked to perform. And as someone who, you know, only started taking ballet regularly when I got to college, it was like, very shocking to have to do all of these really um, balletic moves in the sequence, you know. Um, but to, but the more I did it, the more free I was able to feel within it. And by the time, you know, the season had ended, I really felt like I could be myself. And so I think I will say that's one of my favorite works because I feel like I grew a lot through the process and I was able to really come out of my shell and recognize my own power as a dancer and not just hold on to the fact that, you know, I didn't take ballet every day until I got to college and I was able to let that go and just dance and just be myself. Um, 
And also a piece that I really love that um, I didn't, that's not one of Mr. Ailey's works, it's called Walking Mad by Johan Inger. And um, we worked with Yvonne, who works a lot with NDT, and he came to teach us the work. And um, he's just a beautiful teacher. He taught us how to use our bodies from the inside. He taught me how to use my body from the inside. And so throughout that process, I just really learned like a new and very powerful way of moving that I can translate into all of my other work. So Walking Mad is definitely one of my faves. That was incredible to see. Yeah. I think I <laughs> saw you. that like four times when you were doing it. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. It was so good. If you weren't a dancer, what would you be? Oh, this is a good question. I've actually been thinking about this a lot because I've known the company for, you know, this is the end of my sixth season. Um, and it's great. I love it. I don't see myself leaving anytime soon but, but you know when life takes me on a different path like what will I do so I've always thought I would become an engineer um, which I still you know might do that's never off the table um, but I think doing all this outreach with the company has really shown me how powerful art is and how healing it can be and so I really want to use it as a healing tool as a tool of therapy um, to anyone who feels like they need it um, and also I'm really into, I'm really understanding the power of the mind and also the body and how important it is to, you know, keep a healthy body and a healthy mind. And so I've taken a nutrition course and it's really, I'm plant-based. And so I really, since going plant-based, I've seen a difference in the way my body handles things, pressure and activity, and also the way my mind feels like I feel cleaner all around. So I think it's really important to just educate people and to show them and to give people all the tools that they need to be to be powerful. So I really want to use, you know, art and health and even like, it's all related. Like, like I said about the math classes and the liberal arts classes, like they showed me that it's all related. So like, why not bring a little quantum into it and show people how to use their mind? You know, just, I really want to empower people in some way. Yeah, that is totally cool. <laughs> I feel the same way about my life, yeah. about how health and nutrition go side, it, it's side by side with dance, as well as healthy mind and even math and learning. Yeah, I feel like, you know, as many tools as you can get into your toolbox to live the life you want to live, the better. What's your favorite thing to do outside of rehearsing and performing? Ooh, good question. Now that we have been in quarantine, I've definitely um, taken up a lot of fun activities. Um, I love to read, so anything that with a good story and good writing, I'll read it. Any genre from, you know, science fiction to romance to self-help, like, I love it. Uh, I love riding my bike and playing with my puppies. Um, I love crocheting. Yeah, I don't know, just fun things to do. It's all great. <laughs> yeah, those are those are really fun things to do. <laughs> Especially playing with your puppy. <laughs> yeah, that's like number one on the list outside every day. What is some advice that you would give to dancers who want to dance professionally? I would definitely say um, remember that you love it. 
I feel like it's a hard road to become a professional dancer and it's not at all an easy road. Um, there's a lot of rejection and a lot of questioning and um, trying to appease some sort of authority. Um, and so it's easy to forget that it's, that it's art and that it's you and that you love it. So I would always say, remember that you love it. And also to um, remain curious and to always try and learn from everything that you experience. Um, keep a seeking heart and know that everything you go through is working towards creating a better artist and human. That is so true. Yeah. Such good advice. <laughs> Thank you so much for answering all these amazing questions and sharing your story and being such a light on this show. And I'm so happy that you got to be here and share it with us. Me too. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I got to chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Dancer Talks. Stay tuned for more amazing episodes and don't forget to keep dancing.